Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatchT at gmail.com. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. Why do you say hello? You're right next to me. Because it's your podcast. Oh, hello. You're supposed to be like, hi, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. What's going on today? Hello? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) What do you got today? What's going on? It's Saturday. How was your week? Um, interesting. Interesting stuff at work. What about you? Mm, busy. Work, yes. Did some music stuff, I think. I did watch uh, some TV. I started to watch Pinocchio. And I finished uh I finished one spring night for the second time. Oh my god. Um Or third time, I can't remember now. I watched something. What'd I haven't watch? been able to watch stuff because I was so distracted and and stressed from work and busy, so I haven't been able to really focus on you know, like maybe I'll like turn something on and then I just couldn't focus it, so but this one, I actually finished it, and I sort of like had to watch it for an upcoming episode with Mary. But um, I actually, I, I got into it. It's I, I wasn't sure about the first episode, but yeah, I liked it. But I'm not going to tell you what. <laughs> so you watched uh, a show. How many episodes? Uh, I think there were six Eight? I can't remember. It's a short one. Okay. So you were able to finish it completely. Yes. And you liked it? Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good one with Mary. That's good. This episode's going to be good too. And it's going to be different. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about something we've both watched. We've each both watched. We're going to talk about something that we've each watched each We have each watched together. (laughs) We're going to talk about something we have both watched. Oh my god. We each have watched. Have watched. We have each both watched. See, now it doesn't sound. Cells, shells, see. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got got one. I made up one of those the other day. What is it? Uh. And your Harry Styles hairstylist. Hi, I'm Harry Styles hairstylist. I style Harry Styles hair. <laughs> that was my joke. And then I made her name Harriet Styler. Hi, I'm Harriet Styler. I'm Harry Styles hairstylist. I style Harry Styles hair. 
You're really good. Wait, do it again? It took a long time <laughs> to get that right. I feel like I had a better name, though. Uh, hi, I'm Harriet Styler. Wait. Hi, I'm Harriet Styler. I'm Harry Styles' hairstylist. I style Harry Styles' hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you probably weren't expecting that, were you? I'm not going to dare to even <laughs> try to finish the first episode, the first sentence of that one. Wow, okay. But if you're Harry Styles hairstyles, wouldn't it be fun for you to say, Hi, I'm Harry Styles hairstyles. I style Harry Styles hair. No? You think he has a stylist? Maybe he does it himself. Maybe he's like, I'm Harry Styles. I'm Harry Styles hairstyles. I style my own Harry Styles hair. You know, it's it's good that we're on internet because if this was in the 1990s and if this was CD, I'm sure people think the CD's popping. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> Something's wrong with my record player. Oh, that tells me how old I am. Well, so today we are going to do something a little different. As you can tell, we're going to talk about a show that we have both seen. Is Harry Styles in it? And I don't remember seeing Harry Styles. However, the hairstyles in the show are pretty good. Oh, yeah. Say. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it is kind of a hairy hairstyle show <laughs> I don't know about Harry but yes the, it's a hairstyle show the yeah. main female character's hairstyle was quite a style yeah and her assistant oh my god yes and he, even the lead guy he's got some you know oh he's a stylish yeah, guy yeah he's a stylish guy he's yeah. he's cut a certain way you know yeah so today we're actually going to talk about something I'm not going to recommend Grant anything but we're going to talk about something we both each have watched. Oh my god, did I do it? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> and insert title here, right? Insert title now. It's pretty good. I'm still under 10 minutes and I did not forget to say the title. Good job. So this show is called... Hyena. 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 What's a hyena? You know, it's Simba's enemy. Simba's enemy, yes. They are creatures that travel in packs. Yeah. And they are kind of scavengers, aren't they? Right. Poor Simba. So is Simba in the show? No, Simba's not in the show. It's just a bunch of hyenas. Yeah. And the show is on... Netflix. Yay. Easy. Yeah. And it's six an episode show. But I'm really, really hoping that they have another season out. But it's been a, it's been a quite several years. It's been a couple of years. They this show came out in early twenty twenty. And now it's been three years. And the problem for me is that when the next season doesn't come out right after, I forget. <laughs> like, I'm too old to remember something that happened, like, three years ago, even, like, last year. So, let alone a show that came out in three years ago. So, if season two were to come out, I'm going to have to rewatch this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I could remember everything. 
But I, I don't, doesn't seem like there's going to be one. Yeah, it's kind of rare that Koreans do that, like seasons. I think they started doing it just because like American shows started to get popular in Korea. And right. They saw the format and I guess some companies saw that that's how they make money without spending too much on new creation. Well, yeah, I feel like maybe um, now because they have a lot of shows on Netflix and it's a, you know, it's a format on Netflix. So maybe they're just like, you know, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should try this. Yeah, no, I mean, even before Netflix, you know, I think the maybe the, you know, if I may, I might be wrong, but the first one they tried like seasons or like spinoff mm-hmm. is the whole Reply series, Reply 1994, oh, right. 1997, and then 88 was the third one. So that was kind of three seasons, even though they sort set up as like, three shows. Yeah, it's just three, three different shows and three different characters. I mean, not not three, um, three different sets of characters. So it's kind of like an anthology, actually. Oh, yes. But even then, like, Koreans never really did anything like that. So that was new thing. Right. And this, the creator of that show did something else called um, Hospital Playlist, which is mm. also on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. And it, it's pretty good. Um, it's not like a medical drama. I right. think that could be like kind of turn off for a lot of people when they see the title image. Because it's like, oh, they're like, okay, doctors, whatever. But, And I kind of thought the same. But when I found that it's actually the same creator of the Reply series, I tried it. And yeah, it's really good. It's really about um, the whole hospital thing and who goes in and do what surgery and whatnot. That's really very minimal. It's about friendship and their personal lives outside of hospital, really. Right. And playlist. So... I'm thinking something to do with music, probably, right? Yeah, so they're like a medical school friends, and um, they have a band, like a literally garage band. Nice. So, yeah. Anyway, but we're not talking about Reply or Playlist. Um, Stay tuned. Wait, what am I talking about? We might talk about that at some point. We're talking about Hyena. Oh, that's right. And whether or not it's going to have a second season. Oh my god, thank you. Which we doubt. See, it comes with age. Thank goodness I'm much younger than you. Hyena. Are we trying to get under an hour? I don't know. Um, We can try, but... We can do it. I think we can do it. So I did a title. I did platform. I did a date, Mm -hmm. years. What else am I missing? Insert what? Nothing. I think that's everything. Right? Good. Oh my God, I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. I used to have a coworker kept saying like, "I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself." <laughs> <laughs> he he said it a little bit more aggressively, but yeah, that's that's that was like his mantra. He kept saying like, "I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself." It kept him going, right? I guess, yeah. It's a good one to have. <sighs> All right, hyena, stay on track. So, we talked about. Was it last? No, two weeks ago we talked about celebrity sighting. Yeah. That whole long chat about who else did I meet? Yeah, your, oh, your grocery store sightings. Yeah, your um, inquisitive. So this no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, interrogation. Okay, I interrogated you. You um, 
you saw one of the characters from this show? Yeah. So, not the first one, who's in his 50s that I got super starstruck and got a autograph on a Whole Foods paperback. Not that one. But also this actor I met at a Whole Foods. Yay. <laughs> um, and he's in this show, Hyena. And he's a lot of girls like him, and I think a lot of guys like him too. He's got a certain style. He used to be a fashion model, so yeah, he's not like you know typical pretty boy type, but he's unique. So I met him at a Whole Food. Not like I met him at a Whole Food. I saw him, um, and I. And then you ran away. No, I was like, oh, that's him, and. He, I think he was with his team, like his agents and maybe stylists and his entourage. His stylist, a stylist, and <laughs> <laughs> his stylist. Um, and I heard his voice, and I looked at him. He had like hoodie on, and kind of like trying to be um, anonymous. And I was like, okay, that's him. But like, I don't know, maybe because I I wasn't a fan of his. Like, I'm not, like you know, I don't go crazy. So mm. I was like, okay. But then I texted my brother and and I told him like, yeah, he's pretty, he looks pretty normal. And my brother was like, uh, I don't think he'll look normal. <laughs> like, I don't know. He looks pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. Just but, another Korean guy at, at a Whole Foods. And... Yeah. I mean, no offense, no offense to his fans, but I just felt like, you know, he, if he wasn't him, I wouldn't even like think about like you know I wouldn't even like look at him twice did he have glasses on no I've seen him in an interview with wearing glasses oh and it it made me think that he looked more like just like a normal Korean guy yeah very right yeah but anyway so his name is Ju Ji Hoon and he he got super popular from the show man what uh, I think it was 2000, maybe 2002. Either way, it, it's like some 20 years ago, maybe even more. And it's called The Palace. Hmm. And now that I think about it, that show was really creative. And that show had some other actors that got pretty big now. Hmm. And basically, it's uh, like a kind of rom-com, but... It's in the palace and kind of modern day Korean palace, as if we still have the a loyal family. And he, I think he was the second prince. I can't remember, but that's how he kind of made it big. And yeah, since then, and oh, you know, he's famous for this Netflix show Kingdom. Oh, is he in Kingdom? Yeah, he's the main guy in Kingdom. Oh. You know what? You know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I haven't. That's the zombie one, right? Yeah, that's why I, I never watched that. it. Yeah. yeah, I can't do zombies. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in Kingdoms. A lot of um, fans, non-Korean fans, will probably recognize him from Kingdom. Well, he's uh, he's really good, and I like his character, and I like his acting. I like his style. I don't think I've ever watched him in anything else. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I saw him, him in this. one of the movies that he did. And he played this kind of like a psycho, like sociopath kind of guy. And he's mm. playing with the cops. 
Mm, like he's playing the mind game. Right. And I noticed like, because I never really thought of him as a, like an actor, you know. Right. I'm like, oh, it's just fashion model guy trying to be an actor. But when I saw that movie, I was like, wow, he he's an actor, you know. That's good. That's a good character to show your skills. Yeah. If you have any. Well, should I do the summary of the story since you you saw it? Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, well, for the listeners, we should still do my. Um, I should still do my spiel, right? Insert music here. <laughs> yes. This is a story of ultra elite lawyers. They clean up after the ultra rich and powerful figures of Korea, just like hyenas do. The main character, Attorney Jung, is a lawyer in her 40s. With an outdated name and a tacky office, things look more difficult for her than they are for public defenders. Plus, her favorite office outfit is a tracksuit set that prisoners wore in the Netflix show Squid Game. However, she's as good of a lawyer as those at a big law firm in Gangnam. She's like a crocodile that never lets go once it bites, and she wins cases at all costs. At the beginning of the drama, you can see Attorney Jung looking up at the high-rise at an intersection in a bustling area. Maybe she wants to buy the building, or lease an office there. Either way, she'll need a lot of money. So it makes sense that she's so money-driven. She does anything that makes money. She was so poor, she couldn't go to college, but she knew she was smart and became a lawyer by a narrow chance of passing the bar exam. She's a woman who can be and can do anything to catch rich clients using legal and illegal system. Injustice and injustice and with a moral and immoral mindset. Then one day, she gets a divorce case of a Korean conglomerate issue, and she knows that this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for her, who has been dealing with petty cases such as reducing serving time for gangsters. So, she faked love and seduced the opposing lawyer Yoon Hee-jae, who is a partner lawyer at an established law firm. She gets to handle a big case that can be a major turnaround in her career, and she has to win it at all costs. In addition, attorney Yoon was not an easy fight because he is a powerful lawyer from a big firm. With crucial evidence obtained from a fake relationship with Yoon, Attorney Jung beats Yoon and his big law firm to win the divorce case of a large conglomerate group and becomes the lawyer who the media and several big law firms pay attention to. Unlike Attorney Jung, whose ultimate goal is to make money, Yoon works for fame and dignity. He is like a prince in the legal profession. His family has been well known in the field. Grandfather, the former Supreme Court Chief Justice. Father, the Supreme Court Justice. 
and his brother is presiding judge. His goal is to become the youngest law firm owner and a respected authoritative figure. After being on a roll as the ace of Song and Kim law firm, he faces the biggest crisis in his career when attorney Jung appears in front of him. Yoon loses consecutively to this shabby lawyer whose name no one ever heard of. First, the divorce case, then an affair case of a misbehaving heir. However, the bigger problem is that attorney Jung is scouted as a partner lawyer at Song and Kim, where Yoon works at. It seems that the two would have a feud. But while working on a case for a successful startup company, they become a team and there seems to be a little more than being a good colleague. So the focus of the drama is not the fight between the two, but something bigger. At the peak of the story, the father of attorney Yoon, a Supreme Court Justice, is embroiled in a legal scandal over the revision of the tax law. And it is revealed that attorney Song who is a boss and a role model for attorney Yoon, is holding some dirty secrets. Does it make sense? Does it bring your memory? Yeah. I like that guy. The guy who is the head of the firm. Gray-haired guy. You know, it's really funny. He always has... He's always kind of playing that character. Like, that kind of character. Yeah. And... If you remembered, he's the same guy who was in the show Misty. He was the the news director, mm. the news desk director. Gotcha. So, you've watched this, and you want to tell the listeners that this is a great show to watch, right? That's why we were doing this. It's like a new format. We've never done it. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't necessarily, you know, plan on telling people just to watch things. But yeah, I I really like the show. So for me, it, you know, clicked a lot of boxes. I think the performances were really good. The casting's really good. The story was neat. So what's great is the first episode starts off with this kind of rom-com feeling mm, right but then you find out it's really just a setup <laughs> and that's like kind of a big spoiler but that's our two main characters and we kind of get to see how they come together and then it's all revealed um and then that's like the end of the first episode is it's like wow what what is going on here right you mean like set up as in way like really a setup it's a con yeah, I mean, she was setting him up so that she could find out more about him so that she could win cases. Right. And she's, you know, for him, he would have never just, like, sacrificed his career for some girl because he's too focused on it. But right. when he found her, he was like, you know, this is somebody different. And so it was it was a setup, basically. And, uh, yeah, it was a con, whatever you want to call it. But uh, once all that's over with, you know, you're really intrigued and you're hooked and you're like, okay, what is this going to be about? But I like also the fact that um, it doesn't become just about them two as a rivalry. 
Right. You know, they spend a few episodes on that, but then slowly they both realize how they can work together and that, hey, this was a setup initially, but maybe there is something between the two of them, you know. But the the show is, it's got a certain style to it. It's uh, it's kind of, it's a little flashy, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's not afraid to be more modern, you know, and uh, and I like that as well. So it's fun editing, it's fun characters, they get into some interesting situations. When I first started watching it, I was like, oh, this is kind of like Suits, but it's not... <laughs> It's not just a lawyer show. Yeah. I think that's what's interesting about this because I don't like, personally, I don't like medical shows and yeah. lawyer show. It's just, and like a lot of... Procedurals. Um, yeah. And a lot of uh, like a crime shows too. Like I'm mm. very picky about crime shows as much as I'm, you know, I've talked about crime shows with you and Mary, but I'm actually pretty picky about what crime shows are like and... right. And I think because all those genres, because, you know, like you said, it, it can be very stereotyped. It's just, you know, overdone and... Yeah. And especially legal drama, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really, I rarely watch anything, like, with lawyers. But this one almost doesn't feel like it's a lawyer legal drama. Yeah, I mean, it's not... It's more about... Um, it's more about characters coming together to figure out you know, how they can get what they want. Right. Uh, and that's the thing, like, I, I think you said it right, like, how they can get what they want because what they want is not, it's not black and white. Like, it's not like a lot of legal dramas, like, this is good and evil, you know. Or, yeah. There's like, a, like, a they're good... Just, they're not the just victims. trying to win the case, too. Yeah. You know? And also, like, they do things, you know, you would think, like, the main characters do everything, like, legal and good because they're the lawyers, but they do a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially um, the woman character, uh, Attorney Jung, she's not afraid to do, like, go around and something, do a little something shady to win the case. Right. And she does that to win the case for the rich. Right. It's not like, you know, sort of like, you know, good and poor people and the rich and corrupt, so they're going to punch them. Like, it's definitely not that. So, you know, the com- this dynamic duo, they do something really bad to win the case for the rich and for the powerful. Yeah, I mean, the ethics and <laughs> and behind it are, you know, questionable for sure. So I think, you know, when I was thinking about this drama, I think it's in a way, like, it's definitely not a thriller, but I think it's thrilling to watch them go back and forth this this fine line between um sort of like you know as a viewer you want to watch something that's kind of unreal right because it's a it's a that's why it's a show right right it doesn't have to be super realistic but then at the same time you there you want some kind of realistic something that you can relate to right you know you don't want it to be too fake you want the story to be somewhat relatable so i think this drama has that yeah yeah definitely it's realistic but also it's like you know what i mean like it's a it's a story it's a made-up story well when you think about the characters the what's the um the female lawyer's name so she her character 
is all about the money. Like right. She's like, hey, I, I'm, and it's from the moment you see her, that's what you realize. <laughs> you know, she's not trying to hide that. Right. So, even if she, even if it appears the person that she's trying to get, you know, win the case for is good, it's not about that. It's just about making money so she can further her life and her goals. But as far as an actress, um, you know, she's been in a lot of things. I've seen oh, her yeah. in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's like, I don't she's know. She's a big star. Yeah, and she's very unique. She's not just yeah. popular, big star. She's very, there's really no one like her in Korea. Right. She's kind of like this, um, I mean, back, you know, some years ago, she was, when she was younger, she was sort of like a, you know, hot female, you know, actor, actress. Right. That was kind of her thing. Um, not like a Marilyn Monroe, but, you know, you know what I mean? Like, she yeah. was the um, kind of sex appeal right. type. Um, but also, she was popular for being a taekwondo athlete mm. so i think when she came to the you know this business that was sort of the what agents kind of try to do like oh here's an actress but she's a little different well um, that that's interesting because i feel like her character plays up that, that oh yeah in the show yeah. yeah it's sort of like I'm, i don't i'm curious if she likes that or not because you know, she's 52 years old this yeah. year. She certainly doesn't look her age. Wow. She could be my friend. Um, but, you know, ever since she... It said uh, she, her first debut was 1985. Wow. When she was 16 years old. So, since then, you know, her image was sort of like either somebody who's very strong... Um, like she plays a lot of cop and mm-hmm. somebody like a strong character like that um, physically and mentally and also she plays something like very like sex appeal type right um, and I think it's hard to you know once you have certain like roles and you know that's the sort of role that somebody would do like you know it's kind of hard to strip that off you right know? the type being typecast yeah so I don't know if she likes it or not um, you know the first thing I remember her seeing I think the first time I saw her was the the she was a temporary worker yep I was gonna mention that it so. was uh, kimchi <laughs> kimchi kimchi and uh you know that was also probably one of the first shows i watched so i had to figure out what a temporary worker was and what that meant and yeah and that show was great because it it just flipped that whole thing on its head and again she was an empowered female yeah with her own agenda right so i feel like not only can she play those roles but she feels something you know yeah yeah so that one in english i what's it called you're right I, i was gonna mention this show uh that one in English is called The Queen of Office. Oh. And I don't know. It's definitely not on Netflix. I don't... It's... I think it. the show's been like maybe 15 years old. Wow. I don't know. So I don't know where you can find it. But if you can, um, yeah, watch it. It's it's comedy, but also it's kind of satire comedy about really work life. And um, yeah, it's really funny. And she's great in it. Did that predate Missing? Uh, or is it about the same time? About the same time? I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah. It might be... I don't know. You know what? After a certain age, everything's... <laughs> everything's in ancient time. The common time. thread. I don't know. It was a few years ago. It was a few months ago. It was a few weeks ago. Right? Yeah. Whatever. 
Um, cool. So yeah, I like her. I'm glad. I'm glad that she's. This is just a perfect role for her, and she kills it. She. I, I don't think it. any other actress in Korea could have pulled it as no. much as she did. Well, it would have just been a different character. There's there's nobody that could have done it the way she did. I think that's why the show did so well because it's perfect casting mm-hmm. and the chemistry between her and Ju Ji Hoon. Yeah. Uh, it's just first when I heard it, I'm like, well, the guy's really young, and right. you know, I'm like, what? Like that's I, I understand it's not a rom com, but that's a weird combo. But when I wa- start watch the first episode, I was like, wow, this is gonna be good. Right. Like there's certain chemistry between the two um so yeah it was perfect and i like you said it's very stylish the way they edit it and the music i mean the, that music is so catchy yeah that's so catchy and i thought it was actually a real song that they just pulled to use for the show oh but i'd be i don't know maybe it, no maybe no, they no, no they, the show. It, yeah there's know. yeah no it's made for the show which is crazy yeah and remember that the phone case yeah. that she was carrying? Is that with the strap? Yeah, so it's a kind of crossbody bag, yeah. but it's really just phone case and yeah. it's just strap. And I think that's just whoever came up with that idea, the stylist for the show. Right. Hey, here we go again. Stylist. Stylist for this side. <laughs> <laughs> so, stylist for the show. I think he or she was just so smart because I think it's an item that shows how this character is right she's so money driven she's ready to take a call she's ready to work anywhere anytime she's not gonna (laughs) miss any calls it's on her body you know like how if you're you don't want to be carrying your phone in your hand all the time but like you don't want to put it in your pocket maybe you don't feel it maybe you don't hear the bell you know it's like on her like a handbag like a purse it's a part of her yeah Yeah, it's a part of her so you think maybe she as a as an actress just decided to make that a prop for you know i i can totally see she suggesting that as a because i mean she's so good like she's so smart when you see her interview and stuff like she's not just you know actor she's not she's not just an actress she's really actually smart and she has years of experience i mean she started when she was 16 now she's 52 so yeah I can totally see her suggesting that. But it that does. item became so huge right. in Korea. I'm sure. <laughs> I actually wanted to buy it. So like I went on to like Instagram and eBay and when I typed it in, it's literally um hyena cell phone case. Wow. Like you just typed that in and like there were hundreds. I mean still like you go on an eBay. Alright folks, type that in. Hyena cell phone case. Or you just type Kim Hae Su. Kim Hae Su. Cell phone, cell phone case. strap or something. What like about that. the tracksuit? Do you think that was her choice? Oh as yeah, well? probably. She's like, you know what? This character, short hair, tracksuit. Yeah. Got this cool phone case. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, because she's like, I don't have time for you know nice suit or whatever. Right. I need, I need to be running around to win the case yeah. to make the money. I don't have you know. I feel like most great actors when they start to learn about their character, they start thinking about wardrobe and. Oh, yeah. Little things that right. connect them to the character, you know. Right. I can see that. It'd be interesting to find out about that. I'll yeah. have to look it up. So, who else is in the show besides her? We've got the guy, which we've talked about. It's great because it starts out with, you know, he's a good-looking guy. He's young. He's got, you know, a very expensive suit on. He's a hot young lawyer. He's got ambition. He's got family. He's connected. It's, you know, classic, oh, this guy's going to lead me through this show in 
you know, I'm just going to watch him kill it. But quickly he falls for this girl and gets conned and <laughs> his whole life is turned upside down and right. how he reacts and realizing like, Hey, this guy's, you know, not as smooth as we thought. So I like the writing. It flipped it on its head, you know. I kind of felt that was also very real because he grew up as like, you know, I think they said in the show they compare um, Jung, the Kim Hae-soo character, to weed. Oh. And this guy is like a, um, like a flower in a pot in a house, mm. in a greenhouse. So like he's pampered. Gotcha. But she's like a weed. She could be like she's a, a weed. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like the drug, like pot. <laughs> like she's, it's like wait, weed? What is it good? What were you thinking? It's like really good Kush bud versus my, like some no, really my bad show weed. is clean rating. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she's like a weed, some kind of weed growing in the wild, and and he, like and you can never kill it off. Like right. it's gonna grow it back and grow going. back, and you know. And but then this guy, paid. yeah. But then this guy's like, you know, he's like a little pampered little prince. Right. He's been grown from the finest seeds and, and so I feel like after, watered. I feel like it's to a certain extent it's true, you know. Yeah. The people, you know, grew up in a certain environment, like, you know, they have power and knowledge and money and whatever and everybody's jealous of them, but in a way they can be very naive. So mm-hmm. in a certain situation they just fall for it. Right. So I thought about it that way. Like, that's very probable um, storytelling. Well, and the way that she set him up to. Oh, yeah. Like, she did her research. Yeah, what he likes and where he goes yeah. and, like, what he does. Well, it was unexpected, you know. Yeah. He, he would have picked it out if it was somebody that, you know, was, like, more obvious. Right. But she was really smart about it. And also, man, like... Not many people would have done what she did. Like, she took it really far. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the some of the cases they covered. So, like, the first one, the very first one was the divorce case. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's, you know, Korea has a lot of these, like, a large conglomerate. Right. Which is just, like, a big... Corporation. Yeah, Samsung and LG, um, Hyundai also, and there's a Tucson. They do a lot of like construction related stuff. Um, Lotte. Lotte also. I mean, I would think like if you heard of any Korean companies, they're most likely conglomerate. Right. Yeah. And their like family business is always in the news. Like who's marrying who and like not and marrying each other and divorced and right so this first case of like you know just misbehaving heirs divorce and all that it's definitely true but the second case they covered which is about this violinist hmm that's right there is a really a violin player a korean american violin player whose name is eugene park Hmm. and he was really a kind of prodigy hmm. and he he went to Juilliard at a young age I mean people wanted to teach him right like, people wanted to scout him um, right and he was very he is still he was very successful and um, and he got very popular in Korea because he's Korean American 
But there were some issues and um, his mom was kind of helping him. You know, the truth is that we still don't know. Mm. His mom was helping him, but the rumors said that his mom was actually abusing him. And then, but the one true fact is that he did get conned by his management company. And then there were some sightings of him, like playing like a homeless person and people were saying whether all these circumstances made him kind of crazy, so he's now kind of like mental, and I don't know what's going on, but... Wow, that sucks. So this story, the case that they, they dealt with, is actually really, really true. And this is fun fact, or crazy story. I actually met his mom. With the violinist or yeah. the actor? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I almost rented a... In a grocery store? <laughs> It was a sighting, and you <laughs> ran up and talked to her? No. <laughs> is it when you were playing music? No, this, in your is, life? this is when I was in New York, and uh, mm. I had to move, so I was looking for a new apartment to move mm. into, and um, I saw an ad, and it was close to my school, so mm. I went to check, uh, I, went, I visited this place, apartment, and she was very, she was unique. Did you know it was her? No, I had no idea. But oh. then she asked me, well, she was Korean. And then she talked about all kinds of regulations in mm-hmm. her apartment. It was huge. It, you know what? It was like a penthouse. Right. And imagine like how much money you have to have to own a penthouse in Manhattan. Right. Right. And then like she divided that place to like, it's like a large penthouse, but I think she divided it. So, like, I, I would have my own room. Mm. But, you know, I'm kind of crazy, so I, I never had roommate. I, I don't think I have, can have roommate. I couldn't have roommate. So, I was like, okay. And she kind of made it sound like, well, you know, everybody here is a musician, and but they don't really practice, and my son is a musician, and that's when I found out. Like, wow. She's, you know, so I ended up, like, not renting the place, but only because... I didn't think I could do roommate. Right. And I was smart because I'm not a roommate kind of person. But my friend, I introduced that place to my friend and she rented a room. Mm. And from this point on, and the story after that is maybe for another episode. Okay. Maybe that's a bait for the listener to come back and <laughs> check out my other episode. What happened next? Right. But what were we talking about? We were talking about Hyena. Yeah, that show that we... Yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, but it's the it's the case with the, the violin player. Yeah, yeah. Which was, what, their main case? Their second their case. Their second case. Yeah. And also that's the case that Yoon lost again. Right. No, they he didn't lose. They just did the... What do you call the... Settlement? Settle. They settled the case. That's right. Yeah. And then they were toggling back and forth to figure out the lowest price, but then finally they were just like we right. need to And that's sort of the point that all these like a big law firms started really pay attention to right. Jong. Like, okay, we really need to figure out who this woman is, where she comes from, and we need to scout her. Right. But then Song and Kim, where Yoon works at Yoon is the youngest partner ever in the history, he they were fast and they scouted her. And I remember that last scene of the episode. It's like they have this law firm par- partners 
So they're like, the, I guess, the partner lawyers. They're the higher, you know. So they have their morning meeting, whatever, and then they said, "Hey, uh, by the way, we have a new partner joining our firm," and she walks in, and wow, that's a that was a great scene. Yeah, yeah, it really is a it really is a great show. It's fun and it's got lots of surprises and keeps you on your toes. And I think the story is not just one dimensional because really the big arch kind of happens. The seed of the big arch happens at the beginning of the show when that misbehaving heir's yeah. girlfriend is found dead. Right. And then we think, okay, okay, that's just one another case that they, you know, these two lawyers battle together, battle against each other. But then that case actually plays a big role right at the end of the whole show it's kind so, of the secret to everything yeah so it's a really big arch but then in the middle there's this whole another arch of you know yoon's father mm. being in a scandal so he's supposed to be really kind of you know model figure who you want as a at a supreme court right he's a good guy um but then people were saying, well, he's actually pretty shady Supreme Court justice and he did this and that and so we get to find out and then really behind the whole thing was Song In Kim's owner, the dirty guy. So that's sort of the mini arc. So I think the writing is really smart. It's like a kind of double rainbow-ish, right? Double rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah, I mean... uh you're never really like or you're never bored you know yeah you're always you're always wanting to watch again so and the way they leave each episode it makes you want to keep playing well the the best parts too for me are when they kind of work together and it feels like a because uh they're both good at their jobs right right so when they work together you can kind of see how you know they're a good team and that makes you think about what the future might be or or whatever right but also there are scenes that show why this attorney Chung is the way she is right why she keeps looking up at the high rise and it looks like she has some like a bad experience from the past and we don't know what that is about and there's a hint that her name is actually not Chung Gum Ja you know Somebody calls her as a different name, you know? That's right. That's also something, as a listener, I mean, as as a viewer, you want to keep watching to find out why and what's, right. what the story behind that is. Yeah. But yeah. I think also the name Jung Gum Ja, mm-hmm. um, that's so, such an outdated name. Like, nobody will name... I don't think if my mom's generation... <laughs> Has the name. It's such an old name. Like They brought that up in the show, I remember. In the writing, I feel like they talked about that. Yeah, so like when like, you hear what, what's this what's her name? What? Like, you know <laughs> Yeah. It's in Korean, so I didn't complete I just remember that. Like, oh yeah, that must be a weird name. Like it's like calling someone Gertrude or Beatrice or yeah, something like that. Gertrude, you know? yeah, for sure. Wait, what? Beatrice? <laughs> no offense, great name. Just not many people are called Beatrice nowadays. I think Beatrice is maybe maybe that's coming back. I read something about how new Beatrice. new hip baby names are like classic names or like uh, old names. But Gertrude, yeah. B. Aunt B. 
Yeah, B. I think their nickname is like a B. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Gertrude. Gertrude. That's very, very definitely, German. yeah. So yeah. yeah, when you hear some woman lawyer name like that, and her law firm address is in a weird spot, and you actually go there, it's like literally the bill is going to tip over. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Somebody has a law firm here, you know? And inside the office, it's like so tacky. Right. And like, it looks like the roach is going to crawl all, all over the place, you know? It's great. I like her assistant. Yeah, um, yeah. They make a good little duo. Right. And then uh, the guy has his pal, too. In, right. In, in the, and he's been in a bunch of different things. Oh, he's, he was also in Missing. Remember him yeah, from that? Yeah, he was in Missing. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I think that friend, um, what's his name? Uh, Ka Ki-hyuk is the character name. So he's an associate lawyer at the same law firm with attorney Yoon. And I think he shows sort of like a good conscience. Yeah. Because he's he's like a regular guy. I mean, yeah, I guess he's a lawyer at a big firm. Right. But he's a regular Joe, sort of like, okay, he did his thing to become a lawyer and... At a law firm, he's trying to survive as right. an associate lawyer. So he's trying to do, like, he's trying to figure out this whole work politics. Right. And there, I think there's a line that Attorney Yoon is like, I don't get why you play that thing so hard. <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, why are you doing it, you know? Right. And then he's like, well, you don't understand because you have your dad, your granddad, and right. your brother. Like, you don't understand. Like, dude, just, you know. But really, that's kind of the real life of the lawyers, I'm sure. Yeah, and he's he's got his talents. I mean, he's an asset for right for Yoon. Yeah, because he uh, he's smart and he talks to people. He gets information. Yeah, and, he's a he's a talker. He's an yeah. in- information guy. So he he kind of he's utilizing his tools that right. he has without right. without the yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's a, he's a people person. Yeah. So he has he's a lot kind of, of like friends. He's a little a secret of... weapon. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it, it, you can kind of see like a team kind of coming together. Yeah. With this whole whole crew. And the thing that happens too within the law firm is, you know, there are competing lawyers, hmm. you know, different sides Right. So that's one conflict. It's not just Yoon and um, the female so, lawyer. Yeah. But it's him trying to make sure he's the guy within that law firm because there's you know they're all competing against each other. Right. Well, also Song has some enemies, so it's really yeah. kind of double layer because you know the law firm is actually called Song and Kim. Right. So some people are on Song's side, some people are on Kim's side. Right, that's right. That's yeah. kind of how it, it folds. Right. It it's neat. It's and neat there's that story behind that story too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember there being a lot of, uh, there's action as well. There's oh, a lot yeah. Of action. Some cool fight scenes. Yes. And I also remember there being like kind of... Uh, I don't know, Ocean's Eleven style. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, where they, you know, they're setting up people and they're trying to, you know, set up cons kind of to get what they're looking for. 
in fact, the the way it's edited too kind of feels kind of like an Ocean's Eleven or like a Soderbergh yeah. kind of style. It's kind of a quick, but it's also quirky, and it, you know the right. music is in time with it. It's it's very cool and modern and different for like a Korean show. You know, oh, actually, yeah, that's true. It has a lot of the things that you like about Korean shows, but it really does. It's more like a movie almost. Each oh, episode's yeah. more like a movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think I had seen anything quite like that. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, you know, we've been talking for like an hour, but I still don't know what exactly it is that, like, that made this drama so great. But really, I just, I think first of all, it has to be the actors. Yeah. And their acting, the chemistry between the two. Right. But also, yeah, definitely the story. I think the story is unique because... First of all, when you think of a lawyer, especially in a legal drama, yeah, you expect certain style. Right. Hey, there we go. Style. Lawyer style. Style. Styles. Uh, Lawyer styles. But here she is, like, you know, tacky name and mm-hmm. kind of weird haircut. And she's in a tracksuit. And she doesn't really... And you know what? And she's really... I said it in my summary... But she's really the kind of person who will do anything for the money, for yeah. the case. Right. Because she will do, she can do, she like goes to this, you know, these like a misbehaving kids, rich kids party. Yeah. And then she becomes like a, this karaoke singer. That's right. You know, kind of like a wedding singer she kind of thing. She crushes the party, that's right. Yeah, and she wants to entertain. She's really serving up these kids, you right. know, because she wants the case she wants their business. Yeah. And she does, I mean, she really doesn't mind doing any, anything dirty and anything, you know, for her, like there's no fame, there, there's, there's no dignity, there's right. no ego. It's she's, whatever it takes. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's not the rich and powerful. Right. So you would think she will do something like public defenders will do or something pro bono lawyer would do because she understands how the normal people feel and what they face right. she but has she, empathy you think maybe she has empathy but she goes to this poor woman who lost their who right. lo- lost her son and she's trying to bribe this woman like, you know what just to take the money That's because right. next time you see me you're not gonna even have this money you know that kind of thing I think it's like almost like a neutral character yeah but she's not bad you know that's why I think it's unique yeah, she has her own set of uh, morals. Right, right. That she kind of lives by. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, her own set of morals. I remember there was a scene where she was in the rich guy's house and on her way out, um, or no, it was the woman. They were doing a case trying to figure out something and um, some rich person she had to go see and then on her way out, there's the kid with the nanny. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like playing and, she's, and she just looks down on him and touches him on the head and she's just like, at least you have money. Because <laughs> at the same time, I think her parents, that might have been the divorced ones. Oh, that's right. So it was like, you know, this kid's going to grow up and have it, you know, crap life because of how the parents just neglected right, right. them. But she's like, it's okay. At least you have money. <laughs> and the kid's just got this like, you know, dumb smile on his face. Like, oh, I'm just a kid. I'm having fun. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of, yeah, it kind of sums up her whole thing, you know. Right. Yeah. So, were there anything that you 
didn't understand when you were watching the show, maybe because of cultural difference or maybe language, lost in trans- translation? Uh, I think some of the situations I was a little confused at, at times. Um, maybe because of laws or mm. like when certain things, I don't, I don't know how much I should reveal, but well, just when certain things happen, yeah. um, like the girl dying and the lawyers trying to help with that situation mm-hmm. and like who's going to be the lawyer and why they want to be that lawyer so bad mm. you know the one guy with like the hair the gets drunk and whatever right i it's not always clear like why is this so important you know right to okay. get this case and unless you kind of understand you know, you know what? That's what's a good, behind good, it good question well jungkook jazz motive is that she gets rich client. Right. She And she knows she just needs a chance to prove herself. But up to that point, all she was doing is like, she's literally looking after this, like thugs and, you know. And it was her chance, like for any lawyer's chance, you want your name to be in the media. You want to be famous lawyer. Right. So it doesn't matter what the case is. Then that's kind of the moral of the this drama too like it doesn't matter whose side you're on like it doesn't matter if you're helping this corrupted rich and powerful because as long as you're the, their lawyer you win the case for them you have the money right and I feel like that's also kind of the t- title hyena hmm. is really good because when you think about the animal hyena they're not the kind of you know they're not wolves you know, right. we think about wolves as like they're loyal, they're like, you know, family oriented. They're like a good animal, good wild animals, you know. But like we don't think of hyenas as, <laughs> you know, like, oh, they're good, good guys, you right. know. Yeah. It's like they don't care, like those scrap off of whatever's left. And, yeah. you know. I think that's a good point. You have to keep going back to the metaphor and realize that, you know, these are hyenas. Yeah. So what they're trying to latch on to doesn't always make sense right to us yeah well it doesn't matter like for them it doesn't matter right like, they're just they just know they have to get that person with the most money yeah basically. and rich and famous and just you get your name out there well for and, her especially because yeah. she's she's she basically knows that if she gets one then she can get more and right. this is a once in a lifetime opportunity right i guess because yeah. she hasn't had this opportunity up until now right, right? yeah that's the idea is that she's been just moving along with all these crap clients and just yeah. trying to survive. But now all of a sudden she's in this spot. She's got a so moment she needs now. To, yeah. So she needs to so keep we, going. We're looking at that one moment in time where it's like, okay, now she's got to do everything she can and pull every trick out of the book she's ever known to right. make this happen. Right. And she does it in a super cool, calm way. But I'm sure that's, you know, I mean, for her, yes, it's a, uh, drama character so she's trying to get this once in a lifetime opportunity and make it happen but you know um what else like that you know any big cases you can think of yeah you know what was the guy's name um michael jackson's lawyer yeah um i mean sometimes i think about like lawyers oj was probably that too one of the biggest trials it was uh johnny cochran and uh, 
the girl Mar Marsha something, and it was the um, Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, those were like big time right. law team, and and it was on TV, and it was the first time, like such a high profile case that everybody knew about. I mean. Right all of the country was invested in that a little bit. Sure. So you knew the names of the lawyers. and Right. Well, I mean, that's what you want, you know? Yeah. But think that's about America, it. Like, though. I mean, now that we know what happened to OJ and the whole night and all that, but as a lawyer, you talk to your client and forget that you're a lawyer. As a person, do you really trust your client? Do you really, truly trust your client is innocent? Right? That's the that's the thing especially when you're defending criminals well that's what makes all those shows so interesting <laughs> because it asks those questions right and but I yeah, think about that true. too like I mean I'm, I know like some people are just faced harsh laws and it's not always what it seems right um, not everybody goes to jail is actually guilty of the crime they are accused of committing but sometimes I'm sure there are lawyers who just want the case, who just want to win for right. their rich client. Right. So they can get their name out there and be famous and, you know, and money makes money. Yeah. Well, lawyers aren't really well thought of in our country. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, he's a lawyer. He's a liar. He's, <laughs> you know, he's the trash of the earth. Actually, now that you said that, that's something maybe I can kind of uh, explain a little bit. Because, you know, in in America, when you think of public defenders or um, what do you call the prosecutor? Prosecutors versus the D the DA. Yeah, I mean, prosecutors are just like oh, they're prosecutors, you know. But in Korea, when you say prosecutors, it's a huge job. Right. You know how in America, like oh my, I'm dating a doctor right. like my husband's doctor it's the same thing right if somebody says my, my husband's a brain brain surgeon yeah and like oh yeah my husband's prosecutor They're they can level. be best friends <laughs> that high so prosecutor has a lot of power that has something to do with how Korea was under military government back right. in the 60s and 70s and it's a long story of kind of twisted sad history but yeah prosecutors really um, they have a lot of power. Well-respected power. They, they make a lot of money? They don't, yeah. supposedly, but they do. But they get kickbacks and figure Yeah, they out get nice gifts yeah. and gotcha. boxes of apples. <laughs> you know what yeah. <laughs> boxes of apples. Yeah. With little presents underneath, probably. I'm sure. Or sometimes there's there's no apple at all. Um, There's nothing so, underneath or nothing yeah. above, I should <laughs> There's say. There's just no apple. It just yeah. says apple. Nothing on above. The outside. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, prosecutor. And, you know, I think I read something, somebody's blog, uh, non Korean blog, about how she became a lawyer. And it's because now I think the system's a little different, but uh, it used to be. So they're like in in America, you have to go to college, whatever you're majoring in, and then uh, you go to law school, which is like a graduate school, and then you pass the bar. But in Korea, same thing at the medical school. Like 
when you graduate high school, you commit yourself to a law school mm. or medical school. Mm. So your bachelor degree is in either medical or legal gotcha. field, and you pass the test, and then you can still study further, and you know, study, stay in academia or whatever you want to do. But if you're smart, uh, you just take your GED. And go straight to bar exam, mm. but but the question here is that if you're that smart to pass bar right. without going to college, because going to college in Korea is super competitive. Right. Um, I mean, there's a drama called Sky Castle, Sky High. I can't, I forgot. It's I mean, Korean education, that whole thing is kind of really crazy and it's very scary, but. So some people are like, well, going to college is difficult, so I'm just not going to go to college. I'm just going to study for the bar and then right. become a lawyer. Right. But the question you have to ask yourself is, like, if you're that smart to pass the bar without going to college, why not just go to college and take the safe route? Because chances are you can spend your 10, 20 years studying for the bar. You're never going to pass, and it's 10 years wasted. Right. But it, it is possible, theoretically. So How many people do that? I mean, there are, but the thing is, I heard that, you know, this is a profession that a lot of people are very conservative and right. they have certain set of standards they want people to have and, you know, all that. So, you know, what, what law school did you go to? And they all right. kind of flock together and that'd be a good, uh, it'd be a good show. I think there, Premise. I mean, I think there is, there are several like someone that, that just goes straight something. out of high school and takes the bar and then they're becoming a lawyer. Yeah, that's a good show. There is a show called Prosecutors too, right? I feel like we watched that. Was it The Prosecutor or Prosecutors? Yeah. Maybe that wasn't that Korean name. No, it is. Um, prosecutor. The, I don't know what it the is guy in English. In, in Seoul and he has to go down some podunk yeah, town. He's the actor in um, the... Oh my God, I'm old. What's that, what's that movie? <laughs> Parasite. Yeah. The dad in Parasite. Yeah, he was the prosecutor. Yeah. yeah, that was a good show. He kind of got demoted to the suburban yeah rural area then he goes and he kicks yeah. ass that was fun that was a fun show but yeah what were we talking yeah so the bottom line is that Jung Gumja did that right she didn't she but not because she wanted to she get past all that she just right. literally didn't have money to go right. to college she didn't have a waiting but yeah. she was super smart so she's like okay but you also find out why she wanted to become a lawyer right. why she wanted to become her history legally so smart yeah and she does have some heart soul yeah yeah she's not just cut and dry there's the a money. there's an old joke um it's uh what do you have when you have sixty thousand lawyers in the bottom of the sea <laughs> hey you're really funny today and the punchline is <laughs> a good start <laughs> what so it, it's saying if you have a bunch of lawyers that are in the bottom of the ocean then you've got a good start because there's 60,000 less lawyers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old old joke. <laughs> but you can pretty much throw anything that you don't like in, in the bottom of the ocean and it's a good start. <laughs> that's the punchline, a good start. But that that's how much people think of lawyers oh sometimes. It, it's kind of a... It's kind of both. Because parents are like, oh, you're you're marrying a lawyer. That's great. And they know, okay, this person is going to make money and they're going to support our family. 
so there is respect for the law, but then there's also like, oh, you know, he's just a money hungry, grubbing lawyer with no soul and, you know, Mm. all, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, 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 it's not as cut and dry. And then there's the thing about, you know, if you're always prosecuting versus, you know, representing, um, Mm someone who's innocent or whatever like which one are you which one's better and uh yeah it's kind of kind of tricky so what did you mean when you told me i would be a good lawyer you said that to me a long time ago ago? yeah be a good lawyer well i think you think like a lawyer i think you i have to question what you meant by that (laughs) i think you you're able to see all the angles and you're able to think about all the different mm. different ways. That may, they might not have been a compliment. No, I think I think it is. But that's kind of how the show is, as far as uh, whenever they're plotting and whenever they're trying to figure out how to get the best of the situation. That's what they're doing. They're looking at every single angle, like how do I get this guy or how do I go back? And even when they're battling each other. You know, mm-hmm. one wins one, one wins the other, and they realize, okay, we, we kind of have the same brain. You know, we can yeah. we can work together and actually maybe get something done. So, haha. See, you're a good memory. You remembered something. I think, um, you know how they say about dementia patients? They remember things from a long time ago, oh, but I think that's where I'm headed well, so yeah, you do recommend this show to non-Korean Korean drama viewers, right? Yes. Wow, we're we're really doing this thing today. Non-Korean Korean drama viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Non-Korean Korean drama viewers. What else can I come up with? We recommend viewing if you're a non-Korean Korean viewer, Korean drama viewer. You can be a Korean viewer as well. Yeah, actually. You think you might interview someone who's Korean? See what they have to say about it? Would that be interesting? If you think that would be a good person to have on our show, just email us at... WhatShouldIWatchT at gmail.com We'd love to hear your thoughts. Would you prefer to hear two Koreans talking in English? Sharing the culture? Or do you like it better with only one Korean? Or if you have other shows that you were curious about, you want us to talk about, um, just want to hear what we think about a show, let me know. And in this episode, we feel like we're missing something about Hyena. If you've seen a Hyena and you think we're missing something, you should probably email us and let us know what we're missing. We'll bring it up in the next episode. Yeah. If you want to hear more about my encounter with actor Chu Ji-hoon, also shoot me an email. I'll tell you all about it. You know, Kim Hae-soo, that's her name. I don't think I mentioned her name. You did at the beginning. Okay, good. Kim Hae-soo was recently in a new TV show called Shroom? Mushroom? Shroom? Shrop? (laughs) Mushroom Shroom Shrop? I don't know. Sounds like a good name for a show. Uh, it's a period piece. <laughs> mushroom shroom shop. <laughs> I think it's shroom, but 
I don't think it's shroom. Because it'll be like mushrooms. It's all about alliteration today. Ah. It's a period piece. Yes. And she's... It's kind of like a crazy Korean education frenzy. But in like a Joseon period. Oh, cool. So it's like... I think it's... I, I never watched it. So they're learning I haven't, I haven't watched it. I think so. So it's the queen and... You know, like the king has so many queens and wives or whatever. Right. And then there are kids competing and it's like, oh, you know, uncle team's son's doing this. Why aren't you doing this? And so-and-so, the next door's daughter's going to whatever school. You should be doing that. And, you know, so exact same thing happening back in Joseon, I think. I think that's what it's about. That's, a, that's funny. I sort of like just read like summary a little bit and... But she's in that, and I think she's one of the like crazy helicopter mom, helicopter mm. queen. <laughs> crazy Koreans, crazy Korean helicopter moms. That's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else? I'm gonna fall asleep. Okay, you can go to sleep. I'm going to go see what Carmen's doing. Go to bed. Good night, everybody. Thank you. What was that? Hope you like the show. That at the end, and the production company says, go to bed. It's, uh, bye. Have a beautiful time. Remember that? Oh, yeah, there was one. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah. It's yeah. an American TV show. At the end, like, it has production logo. Production company right. logo comes up, and then they say, go to bed. Go to bed. Family Guy was the one. Um, bye, have a beautiful time. Wow. Yeah, I have to check that out. Go to bed. Do you know what Go to Bed production company is? Can you please email me and let me know what it is? It's probably a show that you watched. Yeah. I watched so many. <laughs> please email me and let me know what show, what American show ends with Go to Bed. Thank you, and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you in two weeks.